Nerds and losers, it is now time for your weekly podcast from the Naked Man. First, sitting to my left, he currently resides from Taipei and still insists Sucker Punch is a good movie. It's Ben! Sitting to my right, in between viewings of Blade, he occasionally goes out. It's Nathan! Try not to swear so fucking much this week. Hello, hello, party people. We are back from the brink of death. We're back from uh, me going through uh, a 34-hour flight when I had to queue up for about four hours. I'll tell you, the fucking... I went to three different countries because obviously I went back to England uh, listeners and viewers if you're not aware um and i visited when on the way back i visited what like three different countries i went to dublin went to istanbul was fine dublin's cool uh they hate the english but that's fine um and the yeah, istanbul was fine getting in but when i went to taiwan it was like i had to queue up for like three and a half hours because like everyone has to go through like this screening this like pcr test of like, like everyone going off a plane and there was I think there was like three planes getting at the same time so the queue was like I couldn't even see the, the, the front of it like I couldn't I got to the back and I was like oh my god <laughs> and and this is after 34 hours of traveling and I don't sleep very much in planes so I was on like two hours sleep and I was like I'm, I might kill myself right now <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that sounds that sounds good. I'm I'm Nathan, by the way. Uh, oh, yeah. People haven't listened before. And you're Ben. I am. I am. How are you doing? Pre- pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, yeah. Didn't, went to festival the weekend. That was fun. Went to Burning Festival. Man. I didn't. It wasn't Burning Man. Uh, Seemed like it. It was similar to Burning Man. Although in the end they weren't allowed to do any of the burning stuff that I was talking about oh. because the ground was too dry. Uh, oh. and they were worried that the field would catch on fire and everyone would die. But that would just be a great end. Yeah, it would have been a great end. The apocalypse would have been great. So that was a shame. They usually, the festival went through Barefoot Festival. It was in Loughborough. Um, they usually do like a burning thing at the end where they burn like this sculpture, this woman thing, uh, mm. which is pretty cool. And then they do like a fire maze. They set up like a maze with those like sticks and fuel and you have to like, you can walk through the maze. Uh, but they cool. didn't do it this year. I did it last year. That was cool. So oh, it's nice. a shame that they didn't do it this year. But so it's next time, so that's good. It was like a million degrees because the UK is in another heat wave. Yeah. Uh, thanks to climate change. Woo! It's um, going to be hot next year. Probably. It's just going to keep getting hot until we all die. Yeah. Uh, so that'll be good. That's something to look forward to on this positive podcast. Ben, we got some backlash. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. We got described last time's episode as being too negative. It was pretty negative. I don't, I don't know what was up for us. Maybe it was both our time and mom. So it was just like, we were just like, the world is horrible. <laughs> we hate everything. So this week, nothing but positivity to even it out. So we're going to nothing say but nothing out. but positive vibes. Um, starting off. Yeah, what should we start with? We've got, we got, we got just good stuff to talk about. Or kind of. <laughs> we got some good stuff to talk no, no, about. No, no, it's, it's all good. It's all great. It's all great, baby. It's all great, baby. Uh, we both saw Prey, and we both kind of loved it. Yeah, Prey was the best. It still is the best. Uh, Prey is it's on Disney Plus. First, I've got Disney Plus or whatever else in America. 
He's like on Hulu or whatever on America. Yeah, Hulu or Bebop or Rocksteady or, or whatever BBC it is. Player. Yeah, BBC iPlayer, all of those. Um, mm. Yeah, pre- I, I loved it. I thought it was great. I think we need more movies that are like that. Um, just a fun, good time. Quite a tight, an mm. interesting story, but done quite quite tight. They don't hang about. They just get right yeah. into it. Uh, yeah. so it was awesome yeah it's, it's short and sweet like it uses its time really well because it's only like what 95 minutes or some shit but it tells a lot of story in that time i think i think the it's kind of everything you want in an action film it's yeah it's the main actress is really good in the role i liked how the movie kind of um as you were going through you saw the character fail at being like a hunter because not to give anything away, but the main the main kind of idea of the film is about hunting. Really, it's about prey. It's about uh, uh, if you're trying to kill something or trying to kill you, which is a uh, a Native American tribe is the the fore focus, and it's just a girl who her tribe doesn't see her as a hunter because she's female, and she's trying to break out of that kind of role, which is also just obviously it gives that just good. That's good fodder for just a good story arc that's already there. It's already kind of laid down. And like one thing I liked about it is she she learns from her mistakes and, and kind of acquires different tools throughout the movie, which is really cool that she eventually uses. Like she learns a lot, and and the audience learn a lot, which is very very smart writing as well. It's just like oh I've got this thing, I've got the the gun, I've got the I've got the, the, the a hawk on a rope and shit and i've got different things that are gonna uh she's gonna eventually use uh it's very fun and it's very there's something quite fun about that kind of thing and it's very like video gaming uh, which is cool like i like that i feel like in recently the film world has definitely adapted a lot of video game stuff into it uh i think it's also perfect predator as well because it's not like predator isn't fucking hamlet you know predator is like it's an alien it's badass it's gonna fuck you up How, what do you do about that you know that's it's not like some amazing drama but like is it does out of all the predator movies it's probably my favorite maybe maybe tied with the first predator because i i kind of love the first predator a lot um but yeah it's it, it's exactly when you want your what, what you want your franchises it's fun and original and different like I kind of there's after it came out there was lots of stuff about a uh, Japanese uh, they want like uh, a predator set in like feudal Japan and some like samurai to go against predator which could be cool. Why not? <laughs> Why not? They, should, they should keep doing it. But yeah, it was awesome. They told a pretty really tight story of yeah just this, this female Native American who there some people were telling her she can't be a hunter. Her brother was like just telling her she's not ready. She's a great mm. tracker though. Um, mm. yeah, she does. She fucks up a lot. She's like, yeah. she was really bad at the start, but by the end, she killed a predator. And yeah. then, like, maybe. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. Everyone go watch Prey. It's been out for like three weeks, so I don't mind. Yeah. Prey. And also, so really cool is I've seen on like Instagram and stuff, but they use just practical effects for the whole thing. Like they make everything really, except probably like ten percent of the effects are CGI. They made the whole predator costume. They had made all his weapons and stuff. Which is great. Like I, as they are still CGI is great and amazing, but I, I prefer practical effects for the most part. Definitely. So that was awesome. Great movie. Go see it. Probably my yeah, favorite movie of the year. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's definitely up there. I see it. Yeah, it's my favorite action movie since like fucking I don't know, like the first John Wick. <laughs> Given that there's predators, that obviously lends itself to in this universe there is also xenomorphs. So what yeah. era would you like to see a xenomorph dropped into? Oh, like like Victorian England, maybe. That could be kind of cool. God, can you imagine it's a story like... where Jack the Ripper was actually a xenomorph? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they should do. That could be so fun. <laughs> a xenomorph in a trench coat and a top hat, just like <laughs> murdering prostitutes. That's the only one who was, struck, who was brave enough to go against it. That's why they all died. The thing is, it like... Xenomorph wins that with fucking ease. Yeah, Xenomorph pretty much wins against humans now. They should do a Xenomorph versus Elon Musk movie. I think that Elon Musk would just like, he'd somehow become, you know, Mass Effect 3, where the, yeah. uh, the elusive man just like becomes one with the Reapers. I think it would yeah. be a lot like that somehow. <laughs> Probably, yeah. He'd become like Sigourney Weaver's weird fucking clone from the Resurrection one. Yeah, the That's Elon Musk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see, yeah, I think like medieval times. Can you imagine like a castle wall with a load of archers with their arrows on fire whilst a horde of aliens just run towards them? Oh, yeah, the horde would fuck you up. I would, I, I would what I'd love to see in that scenario. It is a good scenario because eventually the the, the, vet, the acid from the xenomorphs is going to burn from the castle walls probably. You, yeah. you want like five, like five xenomorphs versus like a, a fort. Yeah. With like a hundred knights or something. That would be a sick movie because it'd be like. That's it, such not a good that idea. Much. <laughs> Hulu, if you're listening. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that would be amazing. The thing is, I think there is no scenario in these movies where a xenomorph doesn't win. Yeah. But in all of them, the predator loses at some point. But the predator will always be alien. It's like a, a, a circle. Yeah, it's like hu- uh, Xenomorph beats human, human beats Predator, Predator beats Alien. Yeah, well, it's like, I don't know, Predators do kind of suck. They're, they're, very, they're very much like solitary hunters. I think that's why they lose. There's yeah. always just, there's only, I've, I haven't seen all the Predator movies, but I've seen like all of them except the, the Predator movie before this one. I think it was just called The Predator or something. Apparently it was Shane there. Black's The Predator. Yeah, which is weird because Shane Black is the guy who wrote the original Predator, and he was in the original Predator. And they're like, oh, if anyone knows the Predator, it'll be him. But apparently, that movie, I've heard it from quite a few people that movie that sucked. Um, what was I going to say? I've gone blank. They, they, yeah, they hunt, they hunt on their own because that's the whole point. Is they're meant to oh, like, yeah. prove themselves against the big, biggest prey, which is why we see the Predator fight a bear and fight that wolf and then fight that fight small indigenous girl. <laughs> and those, all those French fuckers that turned up. That was great. Yeah. That was an awesome bit. It was big. That was so it, yeah. Cool. Uh, actually, we shouldn't spoil it. But, but no, yeah, we shouldn't. It, it, it was cool. a cool bit. Yeah, Go yeah. Pray. Go Go pray. Pray. On this super positive podcast, I give Prey 10 out of 10. I give two garages out of two garages. Oh, that's powerful. That's powerful. Uh, I've got, I'm drinking an amazing drink. It is called Garage Spirit Craft. It is a orange vodka lemonade. It's lovely. Like, it is just fucking lovely. Hmm. So, please, Garage, sponsor us. Yeah. And I'll drink, I'll drink two cans an episode. Have you got another can there? No. Oh, I was going to make you down one. So <laughs> <laughs> it's next time. Um, you heard about this Madam Web movie? Yeah, kind of. Like, it's... I don't really have any faith in the Sony at this point. 
because they just do random shit it feels like and like oh it's a universe sure um and they just have like one of the worst post credit scene in the history of man the fucking morpheus and vulture it's just like how do you have a plot hole in a fucking post credit scene okay but they just anyway i don't really have much um, it's interesting madam web's a weird character She's sort of a villain, sort of a hero. She's a character that has a lot of fates and about the when it goes all into spider avatar stuff, when it's like, oh, every age has a spider avatar hero and shit like that, which is what Spider-Man is. But like it, it's kind of the the side of Spider-Man I don't really like when it's like, oh, this is all fated. It was all told a thousand centuries ago, and every every universe has a Spider-Man, but it's just I prefer Spider-Man when it's a bit like on the ground, like just friendly neighborhood stuff, which is why why I really love the Tom Holland films because a lot of times they feel kind of friendly neighborhoodish. Um, yeah, but it could be great. Like, it could be who knows what they'll make of it. Yeah, I think they're I think they're probably gonna make the best movie ever made. Um, sure. I don't see how they can go wrong. But I don't know really anything about Madame Web other than she was in like the last few episodes of the Spider-Man animated series, the good one from the nineties. Mm. Um, and then he disappeared to go fight like that secret war with the Fantastic Four and Wolverine and stuff. So that was cool. They're obviously not going to do that because they don't own any of it. Um, but I'm sure they could do something cool. Apparently, who's playing Madam Web? Someone. Uh, Dakota Johnson, the girl from um, Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, perfect casting. I've got no questions about that. <laughs> uh, no, that's that's the best um, choice. The only choice. She is Hollywood's go-to Madam Web. Absolutely. Um, obviously, Madam Web, kind of like, well, she's going to be a, a Madam, she usually portrayed as being quite sort of old-ish. But you know what? Maybe a 33-year-old, they can age some people up. <laughs> well, no not? questions yeah. asked about that. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Adam Scott as Ben Parker. Again, the perfect man for the job. <laughs> he looks exactly like Uncle Ben. Sure. Yeah, gonna be gonna be perfect. I there's CW in the show. They're making all the characters real sexy. <laughs> Pretty much. Probably, which is the best thing to do. I want Madame Web wearing as few clothes as possible. Yeah, I just want nipple tape with Madame Web. Like yeah. spiders on a nipple <laughs> and <laughs> Perfect. What could possibly go wrong? But this does mean with it being Sony that Venom's gonna probably show up. Yeah, fuck it, why not? Venom's like the Venom, <laughs> one, one of the greatest. Yeah. Yeah, Morbius, you're related to Madam Web, you're a spider thing. And it's like actually not that like, Shut the fuck up, Jarelito. You want a paycheck? Yeah, it's this it apparently I've heard there's gonna be like Spider Woman, a couple of versions of Spider Woman in it, and like another like maybe like Spider Man twenty ninety nine in it as well. That's pretty cool. It's like every yeah, that can be cool. Sure, it's, it's all a little lots of spider people except Tom Holland. It's, okay, it's yeah, it's gonna be like I I presume it's just gonna be a weird mess of a film, but you never know. You never know. Like they'll they'll they might create some great. How many directors do you think this movie will have? At least three. Yeah, I was thinking that. And 17 writers. <laughs> Probably. They could play that game where um, you write a line, fold the page over, hand it, and the person writes the other line without being able to see the one before <laughs> until they've got a full script. Which is the best way to write a movie. It's how Venom 2 was written. I hope we get um, like Spider Dog or something. <laughs> yeah, is sure. Is there a dog Spider Man? <laughs> 
like maybe there's a spider ham. There's uh, I don't think Peter Parker's ever or the main Spider-Man ever really had a pet. I can think of, but yeah, you, you never know. Why not? I hope Spider-Man India shows up. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, that'd be different. What um, if you used a prey philosophy? And I know we've got noir Spider-Man or whatever it is, but um, ignoring yeah. that, what era would you like Spider-Man to show up in? Oh, maybe like caveman times. Maybe like ten thousand BC or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's like nothing yeah. for him to web off. <laughs> yeah, it's like jump well off with sp- dinosaurs. Yeah, Spider-Man versus dinosaurs. <laughs> That'd be very cool. Oh my god, why didn't they, they need to do Predator going after caveman people? Mm. Oh, that'd be so cool. Watching Predator fight cool. a T-Rex. Yeah, 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 I'm surprised they've done that really. <laughs> Maybe they were seeing how this one went down. Yeah. I don't see Spider-Man like turn up. I don't know in like Civil War America, like Assassin's Creed Three times. Yeah. You just got the Assassin's hood and the web shooters. <laughs> that'd be very cool. <laughs> I like what Prey does. It's just destroy all franchises by sending them to ridiculous time periods. Why not? Why not? We've got like, if, if they're not going to do it with their multiple, yeah. we are going to do it. Instead, we, why don't we send everyone to New York with a different filter on? Like, that's it's true. Cool. It's true. This, this is more risky, it's more fun. Send them to feudal Japan, Spider Venom in feudal Japan, Tom Holland. Like <laughs> Spider Man does feudal Japan before Assassin's Creed. The Spider Man game. Spider Man 2 is actually set in feudal Japan. Got Mars Morales, got Venom, got uh Peter Parker and just like and Samurais. Oh god, that'd be so cool. You're making like samurai swords out of his webs. Yeah, the web sword. The oh. web katana. <laughs> it just gets cut immediately because it's made. <laughs> Uh, that's good so i'm looking forward to madam web um i will give it i will watch it opening night when it goes to stream yeah it's not uh did you know actually we're talking uh do you know the craven movies only like five or six months out i think i think it comes what? out in like january yeah yeah uh, oh i'm right about this because i checked the other day no way. <laughs> yeah oh my god uh, and it's like nothing's been heard about it. I know uh, Craven the Hunt's oh twenty. God, yeah, it's the thirteenth of January, twenty twenty-three. What the yeah. hell? Yeah, it's not even that long, and like there's no trailer, there's nothing. It's <laughs> because <laughs> Russell Crowe is a Russian. Oh uh, really? <laughs> yeah, his character is like Nikolai Kravinov. Hmm. Russell Crowe's been taking weird roles lately, but I- I'm here for it. Oh my god, this is gonna be the best. The thing is, they just made it. They just bring it back to prey they just released an, a, an awesome hunter movie we don't even need this craven the hunter versus predator god it's a lot of weird looking white people in this movie white people are pretty weird looking <laughs> god, I can't... oh there's another transformers movie coming out as well is there fucking hell right, yeah. the beasts oh yeah do like beast war shit that that shit was dope when i was a kid transformers beast wars oh yeah that was me this is going to be good. Okay, so Craven the Hunter coming out in January. Uh, are you going to go see it opening night? No. <laughs> I'm, going to, I'm going to see it six months. I don't care if it gets 10 out of 10s. I'm going to see it like six months after it comes out. Oh, how the tables have turned. He always has a go at me for this. No. Movies like a month and a half after they come out. 
And now like Marvel Ukraine movies, cancer. but like Sony movies, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll take the risk. <laughs> so you know what else? Talking of Marvel shit, uh, She-Hulk is releasing tomorrow. Are you excited for it? No, not, not especially. But I'll probably watch it still, mostly because you won't shut up about it until I do. <laughs> it's the greatest thing ever. Uh, I wasn't like at all because I was like, I watched trailers and I was like, this seems kind of fun. Well, I mean, I'd give it a go for sure. But uh, we've had recently, because uh, we've had a lot of Disney shows, well, we've had like eight Disney shows, and overall, they've, they've not been great, I don't think. They've been good. Like, I think every show is like, yeah, it's good. Uh, and there's great episodes probably in like every show. I mean, there's great episodes of Loki, great episodes of Marvel and, and Falcon and Winter Soldier and stuff. But it's not been like consistently like amazing. It's not been like, I don't know, Marvel Phase 2 or whatever. Whereas like everything was just like awesome. Um, but so I'm not like, I'm not super excited about Marvel shows in general anymore. But over the past week, I've seen that there's been reviews of the first like four episodes and everyone's saying it's like, amazing everyone's saying it's really really funny everyone's saying it's basically Ali McBeal with with like superheroes which is cool it was like a real it was a very very influential show in the 90s it was a show which was like made it a bit more mainstream to have like sex and stuff and an actual good comedy and and a female leading the good comedy which is great and I think it yeah, I've heard it's very chaotic, it's very funny, and it's very different from other Marvel shows, which is kind of exactly what I think it needs. Yeah, it does look completely different. Uh, mm. and yeah, it looks like quite like a real story, like a human story about someone turning into a Hulk, uh, which is a good, which is quite, it's quite funny at least in the trailers of what it looks like they're going to do with it. So she's trying mm. to like she's like a single woman trying to navigate the fact she's also a Hulk all the time. Yeah, I just hope they do something cool with Mark Ruffalo's Hulk. Like, yeah, because he hasn't been cool for a while. Yeah, he's just a big dork. So we don't really know who the bad person of this show is going to be. So I'm hoping it's somehow him. Like he gets jealous of the fact they accept her or something, or the Hulk part of his brain takes over again. Because at the minute, that would be very like, cool. Yeah, guy like who's happy. Got Professor Hulk, which is great. It was great for like a movie. They said, I don't, I want the angry, out of control Hulk back at least once. So, Mark Ruffalo is a really awesome actor. And he seems like a, like a, he's a really cool dude. They like, I want him, I want to see him in a Hulk movie, which is him struggling, the fact he's got this nuclear bomb inside him. Like, I want that again. And, yeah. and I want, yeah. And yeah, Press Hulk's great, but it's like, we've kind of, we've had him, you know, we want the next one. He's great, but he's a bit boring because he doesn't do anything. Yeah, I love the Hulk in Four Ragnarok, actually. That was like my favorite Hulk pick. He was like kind of, he was getting to being smart, but he was still like this kind of oh, uncontrollable monster. And he was like, sort of had like a teenager sort of mentality yeah. about him. There are abominations in it, Tim Roth's abomination. So maybe he'll probably just be the bad guy, which will suck. Yeah, man. Yeah, like you never know how they're going to treat it. Like, probably, I, I've heard there's a lot of, um, cameos of like past villains in, in the show so i think you never know who, kind of who the villain's gonna be i know there's a character called like titania played by jamil jamila jamil jamila jamil the lady from the good place right and yeah so and she's like sort of a villain initially but then she kind of becomes a mate and uh, she has like really similar powers so i feel like 
it's kind of an easy pull to be like, oh, she's probably going to be the villain in the first season. And by the end of it, she's going to be like, they're going to be mates or something. But who knows what they're going to do. So we will have a, a a bit more of a chat next week when we've both watched the first episode, I guess. Mm. Yeah, so that, that'll be fun. Look forward to that next week. Talking of fun, uh, Ezra Miller's had a bit of fun. <laughs> oh, God. Everyone's favourite. Everyone's favourite person. We, we, we haven't talked about him for a couple of weeks and, like, a whole load of shit. And this is... And, uh, uh, I don't necessarily care about, like, celebrity gossip stuff. This story's just been like so mental so far. Like every day for like two weeks, like oh something new came out about something new, and it's like, and it also affects the Flash movie, which Flash is the Flash and Nightwing are like my two favorite DC superheroes, and it kind of like hurts me to be like, I'm finally making a Flash movie. I've got this fucking dickhead to be the main guy. It's like, my god, the movie is so scorned, and the reason. And it's weird because obviously they cancelled Batwoman uh, like two weeks ago, and obviously the no one in the cast <laughs> has done all this crazy shit. And they cancelled that, and they still haven't cancelled the Flash movie, which is, I guess, because I think a lot of people think, oh, it's actually a really good movie, like it's gonna be great if the main actor wasn't such a fucking disaster. But uh, yeah, I'll quickly run down shit he's done. Uh, we got him. Uh, grooming like a 14 year old girl and then who's now like 18 years ago got him choking someone out like two years ago in a video got him about three or four more videos of him assaulting people uh got him running away from the police because he's uh he was given a restraining order against someone against the person he ran off with got him running around with a gun and body armor shouting like kind of very uh narcissistic sort of stuff and eventually we got him, and more, that I can't remember, <laughs> got him stealing booze from a home. Um, uh, Steal a bunch of booze from a home, apparently. And that what he, I think that's what he was finally arrested for in Vermont, right? And he's come out and apologised for his behaviour. And he says he will seek mental health therapy and try and improve himself and stuff like that. Which blah, blah, blah. Is that, like, enough? Or do you think he's just completely done? Um, no, I think they're complete we should say they and they're really because how yeah, oh, sorry. they yeah, identify yeah. uh i think they are going to push ahead with this flash movie it's becoming very apparent there's too much money at stake 200 million they just cancelled batgirl so i don't mm. think they really want to and they're not i don't think they're brave enough to make that decision unless they do something really like overboard insane between now and the release date but i, mm. I would imagine that statement hopefully it comes from a good place yeah, um, and it's genuine, and it's not just like, "Hey, we're not going to pay you <laughs> if you don't. Unless we're going to cancel this yeah. movie. You won't get paid." They're probably getting paid off of like a bit of box office residuals. Um, so I imagine Warner Brothers are hoping for a quiet four or five months before Flash comes out. Yeah, um, and then everyone will forget about it. Be like, oh yeah. Well, it, it never really reached like proper mainstream news, did it? I don't know. I feel like it did because I had my mum talking to me about it. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> really? Uh, yeah, I don't know if it ever reached like. Well, it's not reached a point where there's massive campaigns going on. Yeah, yeah. Hasn't. Like, I think there's more people still angry at Amber Heard than there are at Ezra Miller. It feels like. Yes. Yes. So, I think the Flash will come out. How many people are going to see it, or whether there'll be a, a bit of a blowback on it? I don't know. But they, they, DC needed to come out because they've invested too much money in this 
expanded universe and it's kind of mm. reaching the point where they just can everything and start again yeah because the the dc universe feels like it's moving forward at like at absolutely it's not moving forward at all actually i couldn't even say snail's pace it's just not moving it stood still since mm. ju- yeah, i feel like it stood still since justice league because wonder woman 84 was crap and also yeah kind of released in covid times have they even released anything else the suicide well, uh, squad was great but that kind of felt feels like it's complete own thing it did really yeah and then maybe the, maybe it's one of those things like it was definitely just a James Gunn little like fun hour when he did Suicide Squad, which is amazing. Did Peacemaker, which is also amazing. And it just like, oh, I'm just gonna have some weird ass shit fun with it. And kind of what I want. I don't care about like big expansive universe collaborations between all these heroes for DC at this point. Like this just make fun weird movies with these characters. Like did Batman, did Joker, did Suicide Squad. That's the best stuff. Did Birds of Prey? I actually really like Birds of Prey. Um, but, but it was good because it felt separate from everything else. It was like, it felt like the writers and directors were given freedom to actually do what they want with it. And that's probably how they should continue because it's like, oh, Marvel's going to do all the team up stuff or the event stuff, and DC's going to do weird indie house superhero movies. Yeah. Yeah. Why not do like 10 years of just releasing? a movie about a character every year and a half and yeah. then do your mashup stuff that leave everyone alone because it's such a mess I mean, yeah, got one, a... everything is engulfed in some sort of like controversy actual man's got amber heard still in it like mm-hmm. they got ezra miller stuff they canned batgirl <laughs> like just have a quiet five minutes dc stop yeah. like stop like cocking up everything I know some <laughs> of the stuff might not be your fault but like Maybe vet your people better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's because apparently the two thousand the video in like two thousand twenty or two thousand nineteen or something when he like choked out a woman, like not much was said about that. And I know it was in, I remember it being a news story. But it was like oh, it seemed pretty brutal because I remember watching it. I was like, what the hell? That's that's that he's going for the jugular over that. But you know, you don't really know the whole story from watching like a ten second video. Yeah, I think at the time because 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 I, I like Ezra Miller as I think even though he might be a bit of a not the greatest person, he's a good actor. Like I think there's many things that's in him which he has been really good in as for for he's talented at least. But yeah, I think the maybe DC should have been like, you good bro? Off left yeah. in tweets around twenty like you gotta keep the leash on you. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, there we go. The Flash will still come out, I think. Yeah, and what I reckon they'll do, I reckon it will be slightly edited to be a bit more focused on, on Batman and, and Supergirl. Um, I reckon at the end of the film, you're going to see the post credit scene is literally them setting up like Wally West, who's also, there's Barry Allen, who's the, who's the second Flash, like the main Flash that everyone knows. There's Wally West, who's also been like, since like the 80s, uh, to like 80s 2010 was like the main flash in DC so I think uh, they'll probably just set up a scene as someone as Wally West and that, that's the flash from now on yeah uh, I think I think you tend to be right like, I think that'll probably be what they do it's just yeah this will be the movie Ezra Miller's gone and uh, we'll replace him but there we go the flash they'll be good for Michael Keaton because everything he does seems to be fuck and it's not his fault in any way but he keeps getting involved in things that don't go anywhere yeah <laughs> I hope he's still true. getting paid 
<laughs> yeah, it'll definitely get paid. Like, yeah, it's, uh, maybe not as much, but it'll get a pretty penny from it. <laughs> what era would you like the Flash to be dropped into? Because hmm. the Flash could easily do it. Like, the Flash is known for time traveling like a lot. I would say I'd like to see like 300 years into the future Flash. Like, still, shit, we'll, we'll, I reckon technology's been mental in 300 years. Like, things we couldn't even comprehend. We're going to have phones in our eyes and, like, stuff faster more crazy than that. So I think I'd like to see him just, like, tackle. When he goes to the future and he's just, like, a normal guy. He's got super speed, but people have, like, ways of dealing with it. Like, I think it's going to – we're going to be, I think, <laughs> in a really, I don't know, Remember weird way. Yeah, I think we're going to be <laughs> – so positivity. We're going to be fucked in, like, fringe years, but we're also going to be, like, seem, like – we're going to seem like superheroes. We're going to seem like gods compared to what we are now because there's going to be so much integration with technology. We're probably going to be like 25% metal and wires and whatnot. Uh, and then, but we're going to have like, we can float and we can, you know, learn Mandarin in 20 minutes. So it's going to be like that scene in the Matrix where Neo goes, I know Kung Fu. You know, it's going to, that's going to be every morning for people who are years. I think the Flash will run like 300 years into the future and then he'll just start floating at some point because the planet would have blown up and he just dies in space. That's probably true. It's like, so it's like a Being five positive! Positive! <laughs> 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 no, the Flash movie will be fine, probably. Will it be better yeah. or worse than Wonder Woman 84? It's going to be better. I think it's going to be... I think it's actually going to be a pretty damn good movie. I think it's going to be weird... It's, it's going to have just a really, like, shitty tinge on it because 90% of the time, like, you're going to see Ezra Miller and you can't really keep thinking about all this shit and it's like, ah, oh, ah. Oh. But I think the actual movie, like, objectively, is going to be very good. When did they because, record this movie, by the way? I feel like it's been I, ready for, like, two years. Uh, it's not coming out for another year, I don't think. I, I, I don't think oh, it is. I think I it's coming out I think, in February. Maybe not. It's coming out year maybe like may um uh, yeah but, but apparently it's because of like the special effects they have to work so much so hard on the special effects for the film oh i was wondering when they recorded it because i feel like they've been talking about releasing it for it's, years now it's been a really, really long time <laughs> yeah oh well it's been like 17 yeah. marvels shows june june 23rd 2023 coming oh up. my God, why are we even talking about this? <laughs> this seems like a big waste of time. They're not going to release a trailer until like a week before. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. All right, Ezra, you've been quiet for six months. We can release a trailer and then he just shoots a baby or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we, there we are then. Um, yeah. Um, what, have we got anything else? Uh, talking about our positive shit, I saw Nope on Sunday with the old... Oh, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. I really, really enjoyed it. It's Georgian Peele. Jordan Peele is is a very, very good uh, writer and very good. I, I like how weird he does all his films. Like he's he's done what three, basically four films, like but three horror films, right? With uh, Get Out, Us, um, and now Nope. Love Get Out. Like everyone does. Like everyone, it's a great movie. And Us was good. The writing fell flat for me in a, in a few bits, just personally. But I thought Us was creepy as hell. Like, one of the creepiest things I've ever seen in my life is uh, 
uh, what's then her name in the main actress in us, Nepita Nyonga. Um, her like dark side version is one of the creepiest things I've ever seen. That's just the way she speaks is like very like oh, speaking is just like, oh my god, it's horrible. And but and for me the kind of story fell a little bit flat. Um but nope is I think is maybe on par with get out, I'd say. Maybe because it's very I like his style a lot. Um he always does really weird like he does really weird scenes very well where you're not like entirely sure what you're seeing and it's like it's quite tense and you're like what the fuck is going on but but I feel very anxious he does that really well he does that well in this scene um I also really like I've noticed something about Daniel Kalua uh sorry yeah Daniel Kalua um and I watched Gal actually a couple of weeks ago as well and uh which is kind of what he's mainly known for I'm sure he's done other stuff um but in Get Out and uh, Nope, he does awkward really well. He's a very, like, kind of slightly weird character, actor. He does, like, awkward scenes when he's uncomfortable, like, extremely well. And he's, uh, I like his character in it because he's, like, a slightly, like, shy guy. And I think that it worked well with his acting and Jordan Peele's, like, writing and directing. Um, I think also... It's they they hint heavily, uh, like it's like alien UFO stuff. And um, I think it's better the first half of the movie, the first like two thirds of the movie. We're not entirely sure what the, the thing is. Uh-huh. I think that's a better part than the final part. Even though I like how everything ended and happened and things paid off that they like hinted at at the beginning of the movie, which is cool. Um, and but they have this. But I think it's better. When you don't know what it is, it's more it's more interesting than the kind of build up and then building clues and stuff. Uh, and they have this really weird uh, subplot with a monkey, which is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> the monkey bit is great. The monkey bit is probably my favourite part, and it is it is related to to the main story. But um, but it's just it, I don't know. For some reasons my favourite parts are about this monkey that does something. Uh, yeah, so I just, yeah, I, it, Nope is definitely worth watching. Definitely worth watching the cinema. Really, it's a very fun time. I think um might not be ex- right up there with Get Out, but it's just, it's just, it's just almost there. Um, yeah, I, 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 I'm excited to watch it again at some point, And it is, yeah, I, I definitely recommend it to like everybody. Yeah, well, everyone, that is your homework for the week. Go watch to nope. see Nope at your local Cineplex. Yeah, um, I mean it's original content. People are always complaining nowadays. Oh, everything's a franchise. Everything's like everything's a sequel. Nope, isn't. Go do it. Yeah, go go watch something original and let mm. let us know your favourite bit with the monkey. Um, <laughs> at rogue underscore opinion. Uh, ben, you got anything else for us? Or are we done for the week? Uh, watch. Have, have you watched the salmon? Oh, the salmon. I've only watched the pilot. Ah, that's I've, good. I've been pretty busy. The pilot was awesome. So I didn't know this was a thing, and then I saw a trailer for it. Um, I don't remember where I saw the trailer. I think just on YouTube, it was on the front page, but like literally mm. a few days before it came out. So I was very excited to watch it. It looked awesome. It looked pretty original. I'm just going to shout at my dog. There we go. Just threw something at him. He just started sure. growling behind me. Is that Dave um, or Monty? Dave. He's in his bed uh, behind me, but he just started growling. For no reason. I think because he just woke up. He hates the salmon. 
he does no the salmon was good the pilot was awesome it was super interesting uh yeah. i'll try not to give any spoilers away but um because it's it's like a was it is it dc property yeah it's dc property yeah yeah so but the sandman is like a character that basically is in charge of sleep he's like some sort of weird god yeah. thing. Um, i don't know too much him. about it yeah i don't know too much about him um and yeah the pilot was super interesting very dark very reminiscent of like late 90s early 2000s like tv shows where everything was just a sort of very dour emo kid as like the main person yeah. so, it is emo as fuck yeah <laughs> so it's a real throwback um it's that the pilot was really great it was like a story in of itself i feel like mm. the part of it is going to continue with the well i won't give anything away with with the yeah. albino guy and then the, but i feel like the rest of it was just a story for the pilot so yeah, yeah. that's quite interesting because i've watched one episode and i still don't really know what direction they're going in um but yeah without giving away any spoilers to me or the listeners you've watched a few more episodes than me yes uh, i've read the comics as well uh, i think i think there's overall about 12 or 13 volumes of the sandman i've, I've only read the first like three uh, and I, I i just stopped i stopped reading because it was like a little bit hard to follow after a while i got like it's a bit weird for me but i i'm really enjoying the show i've only watched the first six episodes um and one of the good things about it is episodes sort of feel like their own stories like each episode is like there's not this character in it for an entire episode it's about this one character and they do something really weird like it's a fucking banana show it'd be great to watch like on mushrooms that is beautiful as well um but yeah this show is kind of about the kind of main entities of humanity there's like desire and death and dream and destiny and uh, they're all siblings and dream is the main character and like he's kind of lost his kingdom and he's trying to reclaim his kingdom that's kind of the main thing uh and then so uh last episode I watched was one of perhaps one of my favorite episodes of anything i've seen in a very long time episode six uh, which is the if you, where death is yeah um and it uh, is is yeah it's, it's just an amazing episode and i am excited to watch more but i don't think i just have a feeling episode six is can't be topped um yeah but I, I think it's one of the weirder shows it's one of the most ambitious shows i like netflix because they just like tried really hard to make it and it and it is a hard thing to adapt like it, for the last 20 years it's just been like it's, it's like the crow reboot it's just been developed the hell <laughs> ages and ages and ages with like different actors. One time it was a show, one time it was a movie, and blah blah blah. And then now they actually made it, and actually made it good, which is a, a triumph, really. Like it's it's a it's a hard comic to pull off, and I've done it really well. So I definitely uh, yeah give Salmon a go. It might not it's not going to be for everybody, but I definitely give it. A go. Yeah, definitely. I'm looking forward to watching some more. I will do mm. before before next week. So yeah, go watch Salmon. A lot of original stuff out there uh to watch so that's gonna be that's gonna be exciting and yeah i will try and watch nope this week as well and then we've got yeah. she hulk there's so much to do so much content a lot of homework yeah but good homework yeah hey we were so positive on this episode super positive so yeah. positively leave us a comment uh at rogue underscore opinion and let us know uh what your favorite bit with the monkey is from nope after you've seen it <laughs> uh, uh that'd be great ben where can people find you uh, ben underscore EVRT on Twitter and 2100 on Instagram. Ready? You can find me at Nathan Greenway. Again, you can find Rogue Opinions at Rogue underscore Opinion. And we'll be back next week uh, where we will be Naked Men, Attorney at Law. Oh, yeah. <laughs>